It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
little hip hop. <laughs> I'm digging it. All right, we're on. Uh, welcome to Real Time Real Estate with Vin Fasese. I am here with the man, the myth, the legend of Liberty Law, who we've been talking about every every week because you guys are one of our main sponsors. And Rob Champetti, oh, thank wow. you for coming in, man. What, you know what an introduction. <laughs> Let me say uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and and uh, I am uh, I'm proudly uh, one half of of the founding partnership of Liberty Law, as you know, and my partner, uh, Charlie Palmazano, and I, uh, we, we have the pleasure of representing many people in our yes. community, and, and you inclusive among them, and it's a pleasure to be here today, uh, although Charlie, unfortunately, couldn't join us. It's okay. I do a wonderful Charlie impression, so I understand <laughs> that that's something that will be required, so I... Uh, you could just I, keep bouncing back between mics if you want. To I have, uh, <laughs> I've performed, I, I've, I've practiced a few voices, I, I feel I feel ready to go. <laughs> well, I'm sure Charlie would appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> not sure he would, but but uh, we'll see how good the voice is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, you know, th again, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, every week I like to bring in different people, and I really wanted to bring you guys in um, and just, you know, talk about all different things. And mm -hmm. particularly what we'll talk about a little bit later on is, you know, real estate law, what, what you do and kind of, you know, for people who don't really understand the nits and grits to it, maybe we can discuss that. But before we go there, let's talk about you. How'd you get into this? Um, where are your background? Stuff like that. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, quite, what do we only have a, we only have an hour show, right? <laughs> you know, you never, I never want to give a lawyer the microphone yeah, and tell yeah. them, you just say whatever you'd like. Yeah. Um, well, you know, look, I consider myself a, um, a businessman, an entrepreneur who practices law, as does my partner, Charlie. Um, you know, we like to bring to bear sort of, uh, you know, uh, more of an entrepreneurial sort of innovative approach to what we do in real estate uh, law in particular. My background, I come from Philadelphia originally, though a long time ago. Yeah. And um, I uh, went to college in New Hampshire and law school here in Massachusetts and Vermont uh, in the study of environmental law. And I uh, fell in love with New England, of course. And, and uh, my background, family-wise, is um, I come from a family, three generations of developers and brokers. And you yeah. can imagine what that kitchen table conversation was like growing up. I'm pretty certain that my, and my younger brother's a civil engineer, so I'm pretty certain that somehow my parents were whispering in my ear <laughs> while I slept, you're going to go to law school, yeah. you know? And, uh, and so kind of evolving through that sense and sensibility, um, I've, uh, I, you know, I'm proud to sort of weave into what I do a very pragmatic and practical, a deal-centric sense of what we do. My grandfather was a uh, broker who took people on showings on a trolley car throughout the uh, the streets of uh, South Philadelphia, oh my which God. is where my family comes from. And I try to you know overlay that and run it through the lens of sort yeah. of what we do today and the notion of real estate and the practice of real estate. And this was an era when you know the son of Italian American, you know Italian uh, Americans, the son of Italian immigrants, in fact, um, was trying to break into what was really sort of a uh, a, uh, a profession that uh, that didn't boast many people, um, uh, many you know recent immigrants to this country back in, in that day, and so uh, you know my grandfather being among sort of his class of uh, of folks coming up in you know and born in this country, yeah, uh, you know for having fought in World War II, uh, you know he when he returned on the GI Bill came to Philadelphia and started to. Um, you know, we went on the GI Bill to night school at, at Penn, and, and again, something not often done. And I'm, I'm often, um, I often reflect on that, and I, and, and I think, you know, how, how tough must that have been in those days? And, you know, as difficult as things are today, you know, and, and the things that we're trying to do in, in the practice of real estate, the practice of real right. estate law, 
I keep running it through that sort of back lens, that historical lens of, you know, it's not really that hard. They paved the way for us. And they really have. And so I, yeah. I have a great deal of admiration for uh, for him and for my father uh, as a developer. And, and I like to bring to bear sort of the, um, the alchemy of their experiences and their lessons. Uh, both their successes and their failures, uh, and try to bring to bear at least as far as my contribution to our firm, Liberty Law. Yeah. And my partner does the exact same thing, though born of his experiences. And I, and I love that, you know, that it is, uh, you know, everyone's story is very different. It, it absolutely is. And, and, and I mean, obviously in our industry too, I mean, literally every person you're dealing with, you're getting a different story. And it's always interesting in the, in the fact that for some way we can always connect it a little bit based on maybe our history. Um, is it weird for you not to be in the Pennsylvania area now that, you know, it, it, to be up this way? No, really. I always, I've never asked you that. Well, you know, and, and it's interesting. I've been here longer than I've ever been there. And yeah. I often I often reflect when I go, you know, uh, back to PA to visit family with my uh, with my two boys uh, and my wife. Um, that this is a place, you know, you know, I used to refer to it as home and yeah. home and home. And then there was this one sort of tipping point that didn't really herald itself to me. It never said, hey, tomorrow you're going to use the word home, but you won't be referring to Pennsylvania any longer. And this is many, many years yeah. ago. Uh, and one day, without really noticing, though I noticed it in retrospect, I was like, wow, by the way, when I refer to home, I now speak of Massachusetts and Newburyport in particular. Um, I moved to Newburyport uh, in 95. Yeah. Um, you know, after law school with my then uh, uh, fiance, now wife, and mm -hmm. we, uh, you know, and we uh, were immediately, uh, immediately struck by the community and the, the welcomeness of the community. I felt very much at home, and I shared sort of that sense and sensibility of yeah. what was home. Uh, and uh, you know, I was sort of bilingual for many, many years. And then finally, I just married myself to the <laughs> fact that you know what, I'm kind of from here now. And to the, by the way, and you know, with recent sports, well, that's what you know, developments. Ask. I know you're going to go there. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I, I'm going to say I've never received so much hate text mail <laughs> from uh, family and friends. You know, like shouting me down, and you know, during doing, you know, when the the Loyalty, Rob. <laughs> yeah, like, like, don't forget where you're from, and you know, you're nothing. And that was just my mother, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, Mom, please. You know? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like with the text. No, and she's like, she steaks at you. <laughs> and they said, uh, "Who are you rooting for?" And I said, "Look, in all retro, in all fairness, I, uh, I, I'm rooting for the Patriots, and, and here's why." I, um, I, you know, I hung my shingle in uh, on Beacon Hill, Boston, in 1997. Um, you know, on Beacon Street, I shared space with a with a a law firm. Uh, I'm not, sorry, with a an accounting firm, and it was just like no great shakes. But that was the year. It was only a few years later that the Patriots had won for the first time. Right. And then there was this cascade of wonderful, you know, um, you, you know, championships in Boston. And for many of my friends from here, they were like, you know. It's not even right that you get to experience this because you weren't here to earn all the through all the pain, you know, of the years, you know, growing up here when when our sports teams didn't do well. But I, uh, you know, having kind of come up through that fabric, I feel like, look, uh, I've I've seen, uh, you know, I saw them sort of evolve yeah. and I enjoyed it. And Philly My, suffered too for a while. Sure, they did. <laughs> and you know what? Um, to their credit, uh, you know, it was nice to see them win. But if I had to be honest, I, uh, you know, I I am a fan of the team that. Uh, you know the the hometown team of my boys, and um, and you know, and I and proudly so when it when it comes to you know football, hockey's maybe a different story. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But, <laughs> All right, but we'll, uh, we'll yeah, there. Well, cool. Well, listen, let's take a quick break and we'll get into the uh, to the law part of it. Sure, sounds Thanks, great. Thanks, I appreciate it. Thank you. Growing ears 
Learning Center is located at 423 Howe Street in Methuen. We are conveniently situated between Route 213 and Route 97 in Haverhill. Celebrating 40 years, Growing Years accepts children ages 15 months through age 6. We are open from 6.30 in the morning to 5.30 and offer full and part-time openings. Growing Years is fully licensed through the Department of Early Childhood and Care, and all staff is teacher qualified. Registration is open for the summer and fall. Call today for a tour, 978-685-0975. Growing Years, a place where children can grow, love, and learn. Call us at 978-685-0975. Tell us, how do you prefer your air? Well, in the summer, I prefer my air cool. A nice 71 degrees, evenly circulated throughout the house. Okay, uh-huh. And I prefer it to be energy efficient, clean and low cost to run. No problem. And to avoid a breakdown, I prefer it to be serviced regularly. And that's exactly why more New Englanders choose Preferred Air, the heating and air conditioning company that doesn't just sell energy efficient systems like Carrier and Mitsubishi, they'll take care of them. Get a Preferred membership and you'll enjoy year-round peace of mind. Both your heating and AC is tuned up and in good condition. Click and save preferredair.com now in case you need emergency repair. They're available 24-7. Or if it's time to upgrade your system, they'll be happy to provide a quote. Preferred Air. They're honest, professional. They're preferred. Call 888-750-8282. 888-750-8282 or preferredair.com. Right, we are back with Rob Champetti, Liberty Law. Um, he's actually going to speak as Charlie Palmisano this whole time. And is uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't dare. I couldn't possibly live up to that. Uh, we'll have to get Charlie on next time. We we, we definitely do. You know, and and Charlie, you know, I think the um, the blend of uh, of sort of both of our ethics uh, uh, of how we bring the practice of law sort of in our sense, um, how we bring it to our community, to our yeah. clients, to our colleagues. Um, many of whom are friends, some of whom are friends um, that uh, were clients first and became friends and some of the converse. And, and we, I think the blend of both of our, you know, our senses of this um, right. is, you know, what hopefully I think is p part of what we, you know, we, um, we aspire to do more of. We, yeah. we, we'd like to think ourselves somewhat successful in that. And it's, you know, it's never sort of a conclusion of success. It's, a, it's an ever sort of uh, an ever pursuit of doing things, correcting what you think you could do better, and, and just aspiring to do well and to do good. Yeah. You know, know, how long have you guys been um, kind of together as so, Liberty um, Law? Liberty Law uh, formed in 2014, sort mm -hmm. of. Uh, it formed in, in years prior in spirit, but it formed yeah. in practice in 2014. And uh, it really was um, the, the, you know, no pun intended, sort of the, the, the marriage of expertise between myself and uh, and a dear friend, uh, yeah. my partner, Charlie Palmer. You guys work really good together, too, which is, you know, Thank always you get you know, a lot of compliments that. in town and everywhere else. And I know you guys practice, you, your offices are, in, you have offices in Newburyport and Boston, right? That's right, yeah. And both uh, Charlie and I, you know, having kind of grown up, um, you know, in the practice of law, yeah. uh, you know, separately, especially in the practice of real estate law, 
um, you know, found ourselves sort of at the um, at the doorstep of this sort of paradigm shift in in the uh, in the business of real estate conveyancing. There was um, the meltdown of twenty of two thousand seven and the um, the Dodd Frank Act that followed to. Um, reform financial institutions mm -hmm. and how they do business with consumers. Uh, and as it sort of trickled its way through Congress, it finally manifests itself in this, this new statute we call TRID, which is just a horrible acronym <laughs> that I won't bother punishing anyone, any one of the listeners with yeah. actually explaining. But the long and the short of it is it's that a new, regula a new regulatory sort of paradigm. And uh, as a result, banks were under the the boot of of Congress and um, and the regulators that they could be fined up to a million dollars a day for transgressions for you know for breaking these rules. And so they were no longer about allowing their vendors, in in, in particular, you know, real estate attorneys right. that helped close their um, you know their loan transactions from making any mistakes. So there was a great aggregation of talents. So the single shingles, as I like to call them, as I was, as mm -hmm. was Charlie, um, were falling out of favor. And honestly. Were, were at risk of falling out of fashion and uh, and worse yet would be no longer usable by many of the folks that we called you know cornerstone clients in the lending community right um, so uh, you know we decided that we would um, instead of uh, instead of fighting that trend you know we, we thought it would be a wonderful idea to marry those resources um, to align are you know the uh, you know the best of what we each bring to bear um, to uh, create an economies of scale and through it to create this brand this new brand of Liberty Law which we we call and describe as a concierge level right. uh, boutique law firm and what that really means you know, some people say well what does that mean it just costs more you know and and, and so that is an easy sort of uh, you know a sale of of that language That's but the reality service. is that you know from our standpoint it's not just it doesn't just look good on marketing um, you know by our sort of ethic we want it to really just reflect who we are and the ethic uh, and empathy with which we try to bring, you know, um, our practice of real estate to our clients. Right, right. Yeah, and so, like, you know, I think people who are listening, I mean, we, you know, we have people who bought and sold before, but maybe if there's people who aren't listening, I mean, maybe run us through some of the stuff that you guys or you feel that it's, it's good to have a good quality real estate attorney on your side for certain things. And, uh, you know, I always tell people, you know, besides, you know, just basically your, your review of certain contracts, mm -hmm. preparing of certain, you know, the deeds and certain things like that, there's a lot of things that come up that people don't realize. And I think they sometimes think that they don't need to spend the money, but it, it ends up, I think, having a good attorney, especially for real estate on your side and a real estate attorney, in mm -hmm. fact, not, you know, a litigation attorney or... Sure. <laughs> well, well, yeah. well, you know, and and um, and they are there are, um, you know, there are examples of this, you know, the, replete throughout, you know, life and yeah. business that it, you you surround yourself with the expertise um, that you feel you need. It's all about covering one's blind spot, right? We all have blind spots. We have strengths and we have weaknesses. And there's a there's a humility, you know, in understanding that. Look, I'm good at many things. One might say we have many clients that are very sophisticated in many things. Um, but to understand that, look, you know, if, if, if one needs a dentist, you ought to go to a dentist. You should have a right. dentist perform dentistry. Why? Because that's what they're trained in. And so when you overlay that, um, you know, kind of kooky analogy to what we do in the practice of real estate law, there is an ever-fluid, ever-changing, ever-malleable um, kind of uh, universe of things that are happening in case law disputes. People you don't know or know of have battled out over this very issue, this washer and dryer, this, you know, septic system, this, um, you know, uh, financing contingency. These battles have been waged 
and won and lost. And it's it's absolutely critical for um, whomever you are, if you're coming into the endeavor of the purchase of a piece of real estate, the leasing of a piece of property, mortgaging a piece of property, investing, flipping, right. developing, what have you. Um, you know, you want to surround yourself with the expertise that are themselves tooled with the experience of, well, what has happened by, you know, to those who have traveled this path before? And how shall we, through the craft of language and contracts, make sure that we create a navigable structure, right. you know, a map that in the event that this happens, push, break this glass and push this button. Because <laughs> you've seen it before. And, and, and it's, it's one of those things where many people can easily say and often do that, look, um, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm just going to go it alone, and it's not unlike, and I, and again, a ridiculous caricature, but you know, it's better to have a parachute and never need one than need a parachute and not have one. And, um, and like that. that's true in life, it's true in love, and it's true in business. And the reason it's true is because it reflects, you know, the risks that surround us. So when you're spending or endeavoring to spend the most amount of money you'll ever spend, you know, for many people in the purchase of a home. Um, you should treat yourself with the greatest courtesy and respect to the fact that you have blind spots, as do we all. Right. And you can cover your blind spots by just surrounding yourselves with those experts. Well, hey, when, when you know it hits the fan, it's always good to have someone on your side who has that covered already. Sure. And, and, <laughs> and to have a game plan in place. Right. You know, to have a glass box with a little tiny hammer that says, break me in the event this happens. Yeah. And there's a whole cascade of things that happen to um, to help you sort of parachute, parachute out of a bad situation. Well, you plus, know? plus, you know, it's, it's also good to have have, um, you know, like I said, always someone on your side, because you always want to have somebody who can think, how can we fix this? How can we make this right? How do we not right. just kill something where it doesn't have to be that way? Absolutely. And, you know, you look at every angle and say, hey, we've dealt with this, and then eventually you say it's either going to work or it's not. Yeah. Charlie and I are deal guys. And yeah. so at the end of the day, the architecture of the deal is what is paramount. We want to understand what are the meeting of the minds? What do the yeah. parties want to do? What are you trying to accomplish? Nobody gets into it in pursuit of a lawsuit. Nobody yeah. says, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to go shopping for a lawsuit today. You know, <laughs> uh, they don't do that. They don't want that. And while, you know, it's often sort of the exercise of balance and, um, and you know, and discretion to understand that just because you can doesn't mean you should. And many lawyers, I believe, many of my colleagues, um, brilliant though they may may be, um, are somewhat tone deaf to that sensibility that because you can does not mean you should. And sometimes the exercise of strength in brandish is much more powerful than the brandish of that strength. Right, right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so, uh, you know, now you talk about a lot of these things. You got your hammer, you're breaking glass. Any, like, crazy stories? Or one crazy story that you can say that, that, that's happened that you're like, you know All what? Right. <laughs> I got a crazy story for you, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll do what is very unlawyerly, and I'll be brief about the crazy <laughs> story. Um, I always, you know, they teach uh, in law school, right? And we try to forget everything we learned in law school when we try to actually practice law. Yeah. Uh, but the, um, one, of the, the, one of the most touchstone uh, lessons we learned uh, in law school was never ask a question the answer to which you do not already know. And so I think about that in, in the practice of real estate. I had uh, this one situation with a brand new um, real estate agent who I was helping out, and she was in this area, and, and it was a historic home that had been in the family for um, almost 200 years in one way or another. And on this, you know, large historic parcel, um, which she was marketing, was uh, were a number of elements, like an old well, you know, it had waterside access, and it also had this stone structure that um, she described to me at first as a potting shed. And it was low to the ground, and it had, you know, it had like openings in the stone so you can see inside of it. And she said it was, you know, it was some remnant, um, you know, a piece of a well or potting, you know, potting structure. And um, so she went with buyers that were interested in the property. And uh, as they walked the property, they walked down to this space and with, and they asked, uh, the buyer said, hey, um, what's in there? And she's like, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. You never 
ask a question the answer to which you don't already know. And so what she did was, with the buyers in tow, she took her cell phone, her iPhone, and with the camera function, she reached inside with her hand because she couldn't see, and she snapped a picture and pulled it out and shared it with the buyers together. And lo and behold, inside was a dirt floor and what appeared to be human, human no. remains. Yeah, there was uh, there were bones and some other things. Turns out it wasn't human remains. It was um, skull and some other bones. Um, and you know. I'm not sure how she dealt with that, but she, she called me in a panic. She said, these people are, are I, I think they think that we have to report something to the police. <laughs> and I said, that's probably, you know, it could be a historic um, crypt of some kind. I mean, did you look at it before you thrust your hand with the cell phone into the little opening yeah. and, and snapped a picture with them like lurking over your shoulder. She's like, no, I, I didn't think to do that. I didn't think they'd ask. I'm like, you always should, you know, you want to know what's in every nook and cranny of a piece check. of property. But that one, you know, the human, we had to actually do some research. In fact, we had to, in fact, vet out that it wasn't something, you know, sinister. Yeah. And in fact, it just was something which is not uncommon in New England. So it wasn't um, a dateline situation? No, like no, that. it was just, you know, in many instances, you know, family homesteads um, yeah. would bury their loved ones, you know, on uh, the property in one manner or another, and they would create, you know, segregated, segregated out areas, um, you know, where they might um, intern their their dear, dearly departed. And um, this wasn't one of those situations, but of course, it summoned in everyone's mind, like, is it? Because yeah. if it is, there's a protocol that the state yeah. requires, and it doesn't include a PNS. You know? Yeah, and no, it's, it's, sure it's going to stuff down. Going to put a little slowdown on that on that <laughs> deal. So fortunately, it turned out to be, um, you know, nothing crazy. Um, I will say the the buyers. Uh, we're not expecting that. They did not buy that property, but that property did sell. Oh wow, man, that's 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 cool. That's different. That was different for me, and I've been you know I've been practicing for over twenty years, <laughs> and I, I I have I have led a skull-free practice of law lifestyle yeah, uh, yeah. until then. Um, there were never, you know, we, we didn't use the word skull really at all and, uh, and you know, until then. And it's just what makes this job so interesting. It's like just when you think you've seen it all, heard it all, you, you get something like that, it makes your day interesting. I, I will say that that agent, um, shortly after that, though I'm sure for unrelated reasons, did leave the practice of real ah. estate uh, and went back to uh, banking where she said there is nearly no chance of running into any bones. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, I wished her the very best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, this just might not be for you. Yeah, it's not for everybody. <laughs> so wait, so... So, you know, it's funny, and, you know, there are people who come and go, but, like, obviously you said you've been doing this for a long time, and, you know, do you, what is the favorite part of your job? Um, the favorite part of my job, uh, and I suspect it's the same for Charlie, though yeah. I won't speak for him, is um, dealing with people. Honestly, yeah. it is the interaction of people. I don't think you can do what we do, and I think it's the collective we, right, in this business, because it's so interactive, it's so intimate and high touch. You cannot do this if you aren't authentically, um, you know, a, a, someone who, who, you know, likes people and right. enjoys that interaction, that personal um, interaction, because in order to do what we do well, we have to, you know, become a little bit intimate with what the, the needs and wants and worries and concerns are and agenda are uh, of our clients. And you can't really do that unless you have a conversation. You know, there is no kind of intake form, yeah. um, as sterile as that would be and kind of, you know, thinking of that. You can't, you can't do that work without actually getting to know your counterpart. And so it's hard to you know, deploy that skill set that's required to do well 
at what you do without genuinely liking people. And I think um, you have to it, like people. It, you you right. do. And, and I think, you know, we, we truly do. We enjoy our we love our clients. We, we get up and we love what we do. And I know that sounds corny, but, you know, honestly, we love what we do because we meet new people all of the time. And yeah. we're part of, you know, we like to say we practice happy law. You know, people call liberty law because something um, hopefully is good, you know, is happening. Something, you know, something poignant is happening. They're buying, they're selling, yeah. they're moving, they're, you know, they're moving into a new phase of their lives or into, you know, a first phase together as a couple or a retirement phase or an empty nester phase or what have you. Right. Um, and it's a wonderful time um, and, you know, should be uh, curated as a wonderful time. And it's about understanding what they worry about, you know, in the privacy of their own homes and trying to draft, you know, our language around caring for that. And, and I think that, you know, the empathy piece, the authentic you know, the authenticity piece is, is key, and I think those in our profession who truly embody that and project that in an authentic way, not like, you know, to, you know, to uh, um, disnify, right. you know, that sort of sensibility and say, this is how one would act if they were to be empathetic, you know, but rather be empathetic right. because that's who you are. If that's the fabric from which you're cut, I think you will do well in the practice of law. I think it's almost a prerequisite and requirement as I personally see it, and I think in, in practice for Charlie and I and Liberty Law and our team and the ethics of our brand is that we try to live by that um, you know ethic every single day we try to practice it every single day and sometimes better than you know right. than others of course um, but uh, we always endeavor to do better and uh, you know and that's the enjoyable part that's my favorite part and, you know and it's it's true as you're saying that and I think for anybody in the industry the the real estate attorney the the realtor the the mortgage broker any, anybody who does it I really think you have to love what you do otherwise you're not going to survive in it and, and the fact, it's not really a job. You wake up, you're happy to go and do what you do and, you know, take it on whenever you can. I, I honestly, and this sounds maybe a little bit, you know, vain perhaps, but I, I, I love sharing, you know, to the extent I have some expertise that I can share and deploy on behalf of someone who is in, in need of it by either their request of us or maybe my observation of them. I, I really like the fact yeah. that I can, you know, that I'm some integral part and Charlie is some integral part in our, our firm and our team are some integral part of someone else's yet to be scripted solution. Um, it's very, um, you know, it's very self-satisfying. It makes me feel good about the work we do. And, and I wouldn't do this work if I didn't feel good about it. And Charlie shares that and uh, behaves, you know, we all behave in sort of that, you know, that, right. that that same sense and and uh, and we will continue to do this with the same sort of robust you know energy um uh in in, in until the day that hopefully never comes when we no longer love what we do you know yeah. and uh for the you know in the meantime we we love this work we enjoy that we get to work with wonderful people get to meet new people Absolutely. get to come across you know some you know human remains from time to time <laughs> and uh you know and at the end of the day um, I believe we're all sort of richer people for that, and, and that's the experience. I think that's the life experience. I, I, I think you really nailed that answer because, not even nailed it. I mean, it was just, it's it's very true, and that's cool. Well, I appreciate you talking about this. I'd like to take a little more personal with you when you get back, and uh, we'll take one more, more break. Sounds great. Thanks, man.
retirement moving full steam ahead? Are you sure you're on the right track to reach your retirement goals? Wondering how much money you'll need to last your lifetime? We can help you find out. We're Sure Financial Associates, independent financial professionals. Because we're independent, we don't work for a big brokerage firm. We work solely for you and focus on what's best for your retirement. Together, we'll analyze your goals, discuss your options, and create a retirement plan that's right for you. Be sure your retirement plan is headed towards your goals and dreams. Full steam ahead. To get a complimentary consultation, call Alexander Schur at 781-598-9309. Get independent financial advice. Alexander Schur is located at 100 Conifer Hill Drive in Danvers, Mass. Call 781-598-9309. That's 781-598-9309. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Liberty Law and Title LLC, with offices located in historic downtown Newburyport and Boston's financial district. Liberty Law is one of the region's first truly concierge real estate law firms, closing commercial and residential real estate deals from New Hampshire to Nantucket. Liberty Law brings more than 20 years of coastal, historic, and strategic real estate expertise to every client, every deal, every time. For valuable information, strategic tools, and useful videos, visit Liberty Law today at LibertyLawMA.com. That's LibertyLawMA.com. All right, we are back. Last segment. We only got a few minutes left with uh, Raw, but... uh... Besides law, I, I found Rob always intriguing because for a couple of things, and and you don't have to go into this, but just so people know, Rob's Rob's has a couple other things. He's are you a captain? How, what, do you, what do we call you? Uh, Rob flies a plane. That's uh, why I'm saying this. A uh, pilot. 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 Yeah. Captain. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going to lie. You can go ahead and call me captain. <laughs> I've been. I asked my. Well, wife. he came in here with two stewardess. So I. <laughs> I asked my wife to call me. She's like, no, I won't do that. No, I. Uh, I. Um, yeah, no, I. I and and. I've been flying, uh, you know, small airplanes uh, since I was a teenager. Actually, yeah. it was a passion of mine uh, since I was a kid. And while I was in college up in Plymouth, New Hampshire, um, I, uh, I I researched, you know, and this was before the internet. I mean, I researched the closest airport, which was Laconia, and I went down there and I got a job working um, at a uh, what they call an FBO, a flight-based operation. And I drove the field truck and I washed airplanes and I shoveled snow to earn money in order to never see a check, as it all went on to my account for uh, my flight training. And I. Uh, I had the pleasure of training under a, a former Navy um, um, F-14 jock, and he, you know, used to fly aircraft no carriers off of, fly um, uh, F-14 Tomcats off of aircraft carriers, you know, and land them on, you know, catching the wire with the tail hook and all of that. And I'm going to say, you know, he he taught me some very rigorous, you know, lessons about flying um, along the way, and kind of gave me that Navy training, which I, I love. Not really Navy training, yeah. but Navy ask training. And in any event, I, I still fly for pleasure uh, today with my family and. My uh, my two boys uh, who are 16 and 13 have been flying since before they, you know, since before they could talk and and uh, it, and we sometimes use it in business. I've had I know I've had I, closings. <laughs> so several of the le- local lenders, um, um, you know, they they want to be able to deliver that that additional level of care to their clients uh, who may be buying vacation homes down in the Cape and Islands, for instance. So we have done, uh, you know, Nantucket and Vineyard fly-in closings, and it's it's so much fun because you you see the loan officers are like, I believe I need to be at that closing, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. especially if it's an August closing in Nantucket. Right. So from Newburyport to Nantucket is 55 minutes, including taxi and takeoff time. So, that's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, and uh, that's, you know, it's kind of fun. And I and again, I love to share sort of my passion. I, I am involved in Boy Scouting uh, 
uh, uh, soon to be scouting uh, in Newburyport, and one of the leaders, my boys are both coming through it, and I teach uh, a number of merit badges, including aviation merit badge at the Plum Island Airport. And it's wonderful to sort of share, you know, a passion that isn't my profession, but rather no less passionate that I've been doing since, you know, since my youth, honestly. And uh, and uh, I, I love to do it. I love to get to share that with, yeah. uh, you know, with friends and family and, and to have, you know, get to ply that in in some sense of, of business, though it's mostly, you know, contrived situations. <laughs> we're like, you know, <laughs> we're going to need to do that Nantucket closing. I know there's a boat, but we're not going to take any boats. Yeah, come on, please. <laughs> we're going to air. I don't even know. Yeah, and, uh, and so we, um, and in New England and Massachusetts in particular, the geography lends itself so well to aviation because you can, you can get aloft and see the map below you. And I can, from, you know, Beverly Airport, I can, you know, by simply turning my head, I can see up toward um, Portland, Maine, and I can see P-Town, and I can see Boston, and I can see Duxbury, and I can see Hyannis in a clear day, no and uh, all by simply turning my head. And and it's kind of cool to watch, you know, below the map move. It gives you a sense of place. And, oh, yeah. And, and just how unique our geography is, which, you know, is an unintended segue back to real estate. Yeah, right, right. Understanding those sort of, you know, those those you know, coastal curiosities that make, you know, what we do very um, specific. And, uh, you know, I believe, uh, you know, we're all just, it's it's a wonderful thing that I get that I get to do and share and, and cool. get to share with you. Well, I, honestly, thank you so much, Rob. This flew by. I don't know how we would even have Charlie on here. I was going to talk to him about <laughs> racing Porsches, but maybe next time. But Charlie should have his own show. Honestly, you know, yeah, we'll have to get him And you're going to ask him to do yeah, my impression. Yeah, I, part but, two, uh, Liberty Law. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> 2.0. Well, listen, I want to say, you know, on behalf of myself and Charlie, of course, and our whole team, thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank us. you man. This was awesome. I really appreciate it. Well, we'll uh, until next time. Until next time. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.